Today's episode is brought to you by DNA Sports Training. If you or someone you know wants to take their game to the next level, then hit up DNA Sports Training. Visit dnasportsdenver.com to book a training session. We offer specialized sports training from football to track and field and everything else in between. Whether you're an offensive or defensive lineman wanting to get better off the ball, or you're an athlete wanting to improve your speed and agility, we have something for you over at DNA. Visit dnasportsdenver.com right now and sign up. Yeah. What up? What's up, bro? Are you kind of uh, fucking Coach Don Prime over in this mug? Nah, you know, just after last night, bro, we ain't taking them off. Is that because it'll expose how you feeling this morning? No, it's just because we ain't taking them off. We ain't taking them off. These staying on right here. I My mama never taught me to uh, take my hat or glasses off when I do an interview, so... Nope. This this what we doing right here, right? Exactly, man. What up, dog? What's up, brother? How's it going? I'm, I'm, I'm feeling How are you great. Feeling? I'm feeling great. Are you? It's a great day. Yes. Are you, are you though? A great really? weekend thus far. Because you were a little bit sluggish just a second. Ago. Sluggish. Yeah. Fucking tell these lies on me, man. I'll be telling these people all these lies. Come on, bro. These folks don't want to hear cap. Come on, bro. These folks don't want to hear that. You're moving a little gingerly. What's up, What's dude? Going on. Fucking go buff. Let's go buffs. Go buffs. Hey, what a great game! Ooh, fuck, Just dude. Shout out to you, right? Shout out to your company for you know shout out to such a beautiful, 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 great experience last night, bro. Double overtime, Let's bro. Talk. It was a great night last night. Um, probably the most electric college atmosphere I've been a part of. Yep. Um, one of the most electric games I've been a part of. I was trying to, I was thinking this morning, I woke up, you know, see, uh, Folsom sits probably about twice as many uh, people as like Pepsi Center does, or excuse me, Ball Arena does. And uh, this morning I was sitting there like thinking about it, rethinking that experience in my head. And uh, I was trying to figure out like, was it louder at Ball Arena for game five with Nuggets or was it louder last night? Um, with with the closeout, the comeback, 98-yard drive. I mean, John Elway isn't the only one in Colorado anymore with a 98-yard drive to uh, send the game to overtime. Man. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, man, it was it was an impressive night last night. If you guys don't know, talking about the Rocky Mountain Showdown, CU, CSU, uh, both Dom and I were able to attend and uh, hang out in, 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 in the Byron White Club. And uh, that was dope. Beautiful, beautiful. Man, food was top notch. Drinks were, were ever flowing. Atmosphere, like I said, was electric. Dom, when we first got there, bro, and uh, we went out on that patio, went live. I was kind of, um, I was kind of blown back a little bit because the stands weren't even full yet. The student section was just filling in, mm-hmm. but that student section was loud as fuck. Yeah, they were. Like you could feel them, and and, and, and they were out. Around the campus too. Yes. Right? As we're walking up You hear them Like the environment The moment we stepped out the car Yo it was, was wild Was really Really intense Like you could feel it It was in the air bro The atmosphere Like you said Was live And then once kickoff Got going Oh my god Was it electric You know you could feel How tense it was too At times during that game Being that you know This this game You know CU hasn't really 
you know, maybe the TCU game, it was a little, little nerve wracking like this, but that was on the road. Um, this game at home, man, it was, it was wild because they, uh, they're trailing going into the fourth trailing with, 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 with about three or four minutes left, um, when, when they made the field goal to, uh, make it 28, 20, but they were trailing by 11 points, man. And it didn't look good. The offense couldn't get anything going for a while there. It was a little stagnant, you know, defense was I, I thought we were going to waste a really good defensive effort because the defense had about three or four different moments in that game when they were up against it, needing to get a stop. Like, you know, hey, if CSU scores right here, even a field goal, um, CU's in a lot of trouble. And kudos to that defense, man. You know, they bended a lot, but they, they came up in the, in, the, in the moments where they needed to come up, including – and not limited to the game-winning interception in the end zone on fourth down in in, in 19 to uh, try to continue that game. So big shout-out to CU. Uh, shout-out to CSU, man. Jay Norvell had them ready to play. They they weren't just talking crap, you know what I'm saying? They they came out ready to go. Um, he had them boys fired up. Yo, it was it was it was a great game, dude, it was, and it was probably one of my uh, my top college football experiences. Yeah, you know. Um, so so, and let, like, let me let me point on, this hold out. On, hold, on, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna point it out. Hold on, because I'm sure it has to happen for Coach Prime at some point too. He just makes sure the cameras aren't rolling, right? But when I'm looking at this screen, bro, I need these glasses. <laughs> this I got to get those prescribed hey. joints. I got to get the prescribed Hey, you're not too cool. I love it that you're not too cool to for school. You know what I'm saying? Hey, but yeah, man, it was a great game. Let's talk about the Sanders brothers, the, the family, right? Coach Prime comes to Colorado. I thought you were talking about my, <laughs> the company oh, yeah. I work for. <laughs> hey, them too. Shout out to them, right? Because they're obviously, you know... A great company doing great things and and obviously doing great things for for Boulder yeah as well because you know everybody that was in that suite that we were in in that club level that we were in obviously is a big part of CU football yeah CU in general yeah absolutely um, you know so shout out to all them but you know to Dion he brings this atmosphere bro it's it's a different environment yeah you know what I mean it's great environment and then his boys out there balling. You know, the very open and defensive, you know, Shiloh's out there. He makes this great play, but the quarterback happened to get sacked, right? And it, it looks like a pick from what everybody yeah. sees. Oh, it would have been a pick you know if it shouldn't. Like yeah. Fingertip grab right before he hits the ground, yeah. interception. And, you know, the sack takes it away. Then the very next play jumps. Very next. Perfectly times the pass, jumps the route. Pick six, bro. Yeah. The house goes electric. I called it. Um, it was pretty, <laughs> pretty remarkable to see, bro. So he did his thing, and then you know Shador, bro. He just put the ball in his hands. You you speak about the Sanders boys, and um, I thought it was really really good for for Shiloh to get his moment because like he's yeah. played solid. Um, he has missed some tackles and he has had some little just little things here and there, but he's played overall. He's played solid. I think he came into the game yesterday leading the team in tackles, which you don't really want your safety to lead the team in tackles. But sometimes that can speak to the safety's willingness to come up and make plays, too. Yeah. And I saw a lot of that, especially on them crossing routes, him coming up trying to make plays. Um, but it was good for him to finally get his moment, right? Like Shadur's had his moment. He had his TCU moment. And then even the Nebraska game, you could say he had his moment. And it was good to see Shiloh have his moment, bro, especially in this rivalry, the Rocky Mountain Showdown. Uh, you know, yesterday before the game started, they're playing different highlights on the, on the, on the Jumbotron, if you want to call it that. 
We'll get back to that later. Yeah. But they're playing different highlights on the Jumbotron. And it's like, you know, 2005. And it's like highlights from CU and 2006. And, and, and it's great because that pick six, bro, that, that set the tone for the defense. And that's going to be something that's revisited when you go back and looking at this, at this, at this rivalry, at this particular, you know, edition of it. And, you know, you look at the score, 43-35, you don't think defense, but that really set the tone for the defense because that defense did come up clutch multiple times, multiple, multiple times in that game. So, um, it, it's, you know, it's hard to be mad at that, bro. Like, that was it was a damn good game, dude, and I'm super excited that we got to uh, we got to take part in it. Yeah, and, you know, they still got a lot to fix, too, because, you know, shout out to CSU because their offensive weapons were phenomenal last night. Their quarterback was shredding it up. Yeah. You know, number 14 and four were out there catching balls and, and making plays. Those crossing routes were killing CU's defense throughout the night. Um, and, you know, they got to, you know, there's a couple things they got to fine tune. But, you know, for for being at the, the beginning of the season, you know, starting out like this, getting on a great pace, getting ready to go, you know, play a big time game for them to really show where they stand up against some real, you know, a good, good opponent. And, you know, we're excited for it. Right well, now, you so. talked about it, man. You said, you know, 14, that's Tory uh, Tory Horton, mm-hmm. 16 receptions, 133 yards. Yeah. He also had a passing touchdown for 30 yards. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we saw that play. We kind of we kind of knew once they threw it backwards, you're like, oh, shit, they're, they're going deep. And, and they hit it and they connected on it early. That was the first touchdown of the game. Yeah. You know, that was that showed me that CSU was like, all right, we're primed to, you know, to come out here and do some things. Um, Braden Fowler, Nic- uh, Nicolosi, 34-47, 367, three touchdowns. He did have three interceptions. But he had three guys that went over 100 yards and receiving that tight end, uh, Dallin Hawker. Uh, Man, that was that big that that uh, touchdown that he caught to make it twenty eight twenty or twenty eight seventeen, dude. That was impressive. Like I thought they were gonna catch him. He broke free. Them 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 short crossing routes were killing CU all night long, and um, you know it was it was a good game, man. Like I said, they CSU came prime ready to ready to do the thing. You know they weren't they weren't afraid of the of the atmosphere. We got a free little Wayne concert. Yep, <laughs> we, he was in the building. You seen you know, the Rock? Seen the Rock? You know Saw- he's, he's not that big. You know, I, right standing next to him. You know he's kind of little dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like saw much old, uh, bigger in film. Saw old Denver Mayor Wellington Webb. Yeah, Dom's like go get a picture with him. I was like, bro, I got a picture with him already. Oh, so I would, flex there. Hey, I got a picture with him when he was mayor, dog. Oh, look at you. I, my hands are behind my back. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Your boy, your boy is like the recipient of the 2000 Mayor Youth Award. All right, mm-hmm. so I don't want to flex my accomplishments, but your boy is. Uh, I thought you were gonna say it was at a carnival and you won a hot dog eating competition. Uh, you don't want to. You don't want to be swallowing the glizzy, the son. Glizzy King. Speaking Yo, of glizzy, Colorado State plays Middle Tennessee. Yeah, you know what I mean. This coming up, and Colorado has Oregon. Do you think what maybe do you think, what do you think is going on in those games? This was what I was wondering. And uh, Middle Tennessee shouldn't Colorado State should get you know get off the schneid, get them a victory against Middle Tennessee State. Um, that should be a victory. I you know I don't want to guarantee it, but that should be a victory. Shout out to Colorado State. They played they've played two games so far. They're zero two, but they played two Power Five uh, Power Five conference teams. They lost to Washington State, and they uh, no I'm talking about Colorado State. No, no. Okay. I was just pointing out something else while you're talking, though. You have to stop. It. But shout out to, to them, though. So shout out to them, though, because they they're going up against Power Five conference schools. Up to this point, CU has only played Power Five. Mm-hmm. You know, I know Mountain West isn't the Power Five, and so that there goes that that streak. But I think, see, I wonder. 
And this is what I was wondering yesterday while that game was going the way it was going. I was wondering how much is CU looking forward versus at what's in front of them right now. Because, you know, they they got a big game coming up against Oregon. You mentioned it. And, you know, that game right there can kind of really legitimize what CU's doing. Not to slight, you know, not to slight TCU, Nebraska, or Colorado State. But if you go out there and beat Oregon, you know, I think that solidifies what you're trying to do and what, and what you think you're going to do this year. And I said it yesterday. We can't lose to Colorado State and think we're going to win a national title or think we're going to win a Pac-12 title. Mm-hmm. But, you know, facing that adversity and co- overcoming it, and kind of coming together as a team and 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 having some things change, that's a big step in the right direction for what they're trying to do. Yeah, for sure, man. And and you know, they're coming up against tough opponents with, with their star out. One of yeah. the stars of the team. You know what I mean? Travis Hunter took that hit that a lot of people would say was unnecessary. Vicious, bro. It was you know, definitely it was, it was just uncalled for, you know, and he he's out for a few weeks now. So how they adjust to that, how they play without him. You know, and watch them adjust throughout this game without him will be interesting going forward, dude, because they, they did it this week. They got it done. But what will you do against Oregon? Oh, I think you saw it was kind of slow to adjust. You know what I mean? Jimmy Horn was struggling. He yeah. Had, he dropped. You know, he, he came through in the end. Yeah, got yeah that he definitely did. End. And he that's what big-time players do. It like is. It You is. know. You move he, on. He, he he had some some moments where you're like, what are you doing, bro? But he definitely picked it up. I think I think Colorado did a good job late in the second half, and it and it took a while. Like it really did take a while. But Xavier Weaver, you know, he came through big for us. Um, even even Michael Harrison had seven receptions, seventy six yards. I think you look at the distribution of the ball right now. Jimmy Horn had seven. Uh, Tarveris Dawson had five, and and Dawson was big in that in that uh, Nebraska game. Yeah. So I think you've got guys out there that can that can catch the ball. But look at this distribution, bro. Weaver nine, Harrison seven, Horn seven, Dawson five. Hunter t- uh, Hunter had two, but he two. got early. Dylan Edwards six. You know what I mean? Like, they spread the ball out pretty well, dude. And, and I think they're going to have to do that in order to beat, even with Travis Hunter, even if they have Travis Hunter, right? I think you have to do that to beat Oregon, and you have to do that to beat USC. You can't be, you know, one dependent on one person or one player to make it happen. You've got to be able to attack from multiple fronts because good teams will kind of start trying to take away what you're good at. And if you can, if you're like, okay, go ahead, take that. We'll, get, we'll hit you with Weaver. You know what I mean? We'll hit you with horn. And, you know, I think don't don't mark my words, but I think I think we're going to be OK, man. I think we're going to, you know, if they're hitting tight end, if they're hitting Harrison down there like they were yesterday, you know, that's a big, uh, you know, that that brings in them defenders and that makes you it makes it so that you can't just double team one yeah. person. Well, you know, you got Oregon ranked 13th right now. Yep, And you got coming C- off a big victory. Yeah. And you got CU ranked 18th. Yep. So there's some big time football games going on with, you know, ranked implications. You got Alabama and Mississippi's going on. It's tenth and seventeenth. You know, there's a lot of good games. So you, college football is getting really exciting already. We'll probably see it come out before we're done recording. To be honest with you, yeah. but do you think um, do you think CU fall or not falls, but stays the same or, or gains any traction in the, in the polls. Do you think, uh, do, do they fall? I mean, it wasn't, it, it, Colorado state's not ranked. You know what I mean? You know, it is a rivalry game and there's something to be said about rivalry games and, and, and how they can be so unpredictable. 
Um, but do you think they they pick up any spots or they fall? I mean, Alabama only beat South Florida seventeen to three. Like they barely beat South Florida. Tennessee lost to Florida twenty nine sixteen. Tennessee was ranked number eleven. You know what I mean? So you got to figure they're gonna fall a little bit. You know what is? What do you? I Mississippi, Kansas State lost to Missouri. Kansas I don't State see was them ranked. necessarily losing as much as not gaining as much as. I think maybe stay at eighteen or maybe move up to seventeen or something like that. Yeah, and and you may see some other teams like bounce a few spots up. Maybe you know what I mean, or yeah. maybe even someone leapfrog us and us move, but them leapfrog us because they had more of an impressive win, right? You know, but we still got to win, nevertheless. So I don't see us going backwards. Yeah, it's kind of hard to hard to feel like you're gonna fall in the polls after getting a victory, right? Like yeah. that that's that's kind of a tough one to uh, to kind of swallow, man. But like you said, looking forward to it. Colorado, Oregon, undefeated. You know. Both teams looking to really solidify themselves. That's next week. That'll be at one thirty on ESPN, one thirty Eastern time. So what is it, eleven thirty our time? So that'll be. Oh no, that is one thirty our time. You know what? And then there's Ohio State and Notre Dame, bros, going down. That's going to be a good football game. Where are they playing that one at? Do you know? Because Ohio State comes in what sixth, and Notre Dame is ninth. ninth at Notre Dame. Okay, They're going to the Fighting Irish, bro. Okay. The Buckeyes are going in. You know, looking very impressive so far. You and know, Notre Dame also looking very impressive. So it, it should be a great matchup. Two historic big time college programs. And, and it should be a great atmosphere. Talking about CU was a great atmosphere last night. This is going to be intense. Dude, I think that's so damn cool that um, they're having it at, at Notre Dame instead of playing it at like a neutral site. Yeah. Because these two teams, you know, they definitely draw and you can definitely fill up somewhere at a neutral site. But I think it's dope having these big games at. Like I like I used to like the showdown being up at, at Invesco or Mile High or whatever you want to call it, but I do like it being on the on the different campuses, right? Like coming to your home, you're, I'm coming to your home, you're coming to my home. Like we're gonna make it happen. Like yeah. I think that's dope. Um, I, Ohio State has been been solid this year. I think they're still figuring out their quarterback situation. Notre Dame looks well, uh, vastly improved from last year. They, they're coming in ranked top ten. Um, it should be a good game, bro. Who do you who do you think is gonna take that one? I think the Buckeyes are going to come in and get that one. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's that's a tough environment to go into and, and get a win, too. So true. they better come prepared. You know, they better be electric, but they're going to win. Ohio State coming off a bye this week, too. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see who Notre Dame played. Who did they come off? Oh, Notre Dame beat uh, Central Michigan. So Notre Dame's kind of coming off a bye, too. <laughs> nah, that should be a good game, bro. Um, you know, Golden Domers always get a lot of love. I mean, do you ever see them going into a conference like for football? Because uh, uh, it's it's like it seems like that's what college football is trying to push everything to do is like these super conferences. Yeah, but they're all about tradition and what they've been about. You know what I mean? But they they got, I, they got they their own TV deal. To, they might be forced to though at some point. They got their own TV deal with NBC. Keep up with everything, you know what I mean. You kind of just stay stagnant. I bet if they can find out a way to, because they get a lot of money that comes into that program. So I bet if they can figure out a way to be like keep their money and maybe just contribute minor money to the conference, I bet they would do it. But I think that's part of the big holdup, though, right? Is like making sure that, um, you know, not like what are they like a shared revenue or whatever, kind of find find something that works out for them, but. Hey, so we're kind of talking about college football. Are there any surprises that you've seen for you personally these first four weeks? Um, what you know? What's your thoughts on the season so far? Well, honestly, bro, I think just here locally, right? Just the environment of how good 
Colorado football is. I mean, maybe just because it was upfront and personal with us, but I thought yeah. I looked at two pretty impressive football teams. Like, yes, both teams made some mistakes. Yep. But the other, the CSU quarterback, his three picks, bro, the one, Shiloh jumped that one. Yeah. You know, like two of them were very good defensive plays. And yeah. One of them was trying to rush it at the end. You know yeah, that I mean? last so, one at the end, I don't know if I really count because yeah, it was fourth and goal. He had to do that. Yeah, like, he had to go from the. If you don't the, take a shot, then you lose. What is it, fourth and goal from the 23? So yeah. what are you going to do? Yeah. yeah, game's on the line. You definitely got to go for it. You know, I so thought he was poised that in, in overtime. So, see, you got the ball first, right? Went in and scored a touchdown in overtime. And then CSU got the ball. And there's a lot of pressure already. And I, I felt he was poised. He stood strong in the pocket, man. He is delivering the ball. He, he wasn't going away from what was working for him. His tight end and his two receivers were killing it for him. Let's just keep feeding these boys on these crosses. Let's keep feeding these boys up the middle. Like, our middle was real soft for all that. So, yeah, I agree with you on that. But, um, you know, see what three three wins and they had one all last year. That's definitely a big surprise for for the year, and I th- I think that locally that's a big surprise too. Uh, I was thinking about um, how good Texas is, yeah, or how bad Alabama is. I can't figure yeah, that out yet. Yeah, Bama. No, you're, it's probably Bama, honestly, because we're so used to them being just a top dog in the game, and right now they're looking. But they're still a really good team, though. They are, but and Texas went into Alabama and beat them, bro. Like Texas is a good team too, like for sure. I think I think Ewers is is like he's healthy. Yeah, I think it's it's a combination of both, but I think it's more surprising to see Alabama lose like that is what I'm saying. Yeah, because for sure, you know Texas, we know Texas produces good football. Well, and then for they, them to struggle, you know what I mean, like they have been struggling, but Texas is still a, a comp- competitive. Well, and they got all the resources in the world there. They're going to build it. Texas breeds football, so they're going to figure it out at some point. You know what I mean? But I think that was a big Bama be like just beat like that. Yeah, I think that was a big statement for Texas um, last week going in there and beating Alabama because they're going to the SEC next year, and I think you know it's important to kind of set the tone. Like, hey, bro, like yo, you know this is what it's going to be right here. You know, I have to do this. Um, I also think. as far as like surprising looks is like Florida State looks pretty good too. They do. They're they're a top five ranked team right now. Um, they've been putting up hella points. They've got they've got uh, you know Heisman Trophy candidates on their team too. Man, they're looking good, bro. I watch I watched that game against them in LSU, and um, they were dominant. And you know. Coach Prime said them Florida boys. <laughs> well, just imagine if they would have had Travis Hunter. <laughs> You know, because they, because I mean, that was what, right? They, he, that was who he was committed to originally, right? Yeah. And they beat Boston College yesterday, thirty-one twenty-nine. I was during halftime over there at the at the thing yesterday. I was watching the little highlights of that, and Boston College almost pulled that one off. But nonetheless, though, bro, they're they're a good team, dude. Um, I'll be interested to see what they do in the ACC because Clemson certainly doesn't look like they're doing anything. Um, Jordan Travis looks the truth at quarterback. So we'll see. We'll see what they do, man. Bro, I missed all halftime highlights because I was knee deep in those nachos. Yeah, <laughs> you came back. You had. You're like, I'm gonna go see if they have my a sweater my size real quick. And you came back. Like it took a while. I, I knocked out a plate while you was gone, bro. Yeah, and then you were you, already on your second. Yeah, I, I hit too, bro. I, no, it wasn't halfway through, bitch. No, I was no, like halfway bitch. through. Yes, halfway through my first. Oh, anywho, anywho, this fool come back with his sweater. It looked like a goddamn beach towel. <laughs> 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 looked like this fool went and bought a blanket. 
because uh, he was cold. Was cold he was shit. shivering. He was like, hey, man, you know, if, if you want to scoot over this way a little bit, <laughs> that'll be all right. I won't look at it funny or say anything bad about it. And I was like, what are you talking about, bro? And then I felt his little legs shivering, just and his teeth were clattering. It's pretty funny. I was like, damn, Dom, you're soft. <laughs> you're lying, bro. You're sitting there all quiet in the college. You're like this. Hey, man, I got yelled at at the game. <laughs> <laughs> the game yesterday <laughs> down in front well yeah because you're like a fucking beam a support beam for the hey it's not my fault that in a very exciting situation you're not standing up cheering for your team too bro i, I mean you know what I'm saying? i was leaning over oh how do your hands wall. feel they're fine yeah you're banging the shit out that wall man I was like I was a conga like, player dude hey that remind me of Old Mile High Stadium. It was crazy, how it used to bro. get rocking over there, dude. It was crazy. You could feel the ground. Remind me of the mead a little bit. Yeah, well, the mead game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Hey, speaking of which, though, you know, we we forgot to do this earlier on. No, we didn't. We're doing it now. That's right. Shout out to uh, Frankie Dardano, bro. Breaking records. Yo, he's what now the all time passing leader. yard leader at for North High School. That's what's up, man. And shout out to North. Man, you went to the game. It was a great game, bro. They honestly were flying around doing what they were supposed to do to win. And, you know, a couple of special team mishaps cost them the game. Yeah. You know, they had a punt return against them, and then they had the the snap over the head, block punt. And, you know, that was just what unfortunately was the difference in the game. And, you know, they did what they were supposed to do to win, and that they came up short. Man, shout out to them. That Northfield team is a really good team. You know, I think they went into that game ranked number eight in the state uh, by one ranking I saw. So, you know, shout out to them, man. They're, they're a tough team. And, and you know, the fellas hung with them, did their thing. Shout out to Frankie on on, on, on breaking that record. I know the, the touchdown ones with Insight, too. And, uh, you know, they got a game against West coming up. Yeah. And I know West is undefeated, and I don't know if West is giving up any points. But I also look at some of the competition that they played, yeah. and I'm not impressed by it. And, I, you know, one thing I'll say is is, is in, in – Coach Dardano can can echo this, and you know all my fellas over there, my north my north lums over there can echo this. We don't lose to West, and so love to see them go out there and, and get that victory on Saturday. Hey, I'll tell you what, just like Shador, bro, like the game looks different when the ball's in Frankie's hands. I'm mm. telling you because they were moving the ball with him in his hands, bro. He was making some passes that were just impressive. Shout out to everybody else on that team. The defense was flying around making plays. You know, AK had that big touchdown. You know what I mean? He caught that. That was a beautiful. Hey, I, it was shout a out to AK, pass, dog, he, because I didn't know AK could it, move like that, yo. Out. I did. He caught it in stride and he went, bro. No, I've seen AK in track and I know he's I know he's got some wheels on him, but like he 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 hit a different gear on that one, he bro. Did. Bro, he like shout out to AK, AK man. Hey, dude, I was impressed with that, and you, you, you man, you really had lucked out and had a beautiful, uh, had someone catch a beautiful fucking camera angle of that coming down the sideline. Yeah, shout out to the playmakers corner. That was a beautiful camera angle coming yeah, down there, was, bro. bro. Like that was that was a beautiful play, man. And you know, uh, shout out to Frankie putting it right where it needed to be, and and AK making the play. Yeah, it was beautiful, bro. It was, it was a great game. They did. That was just a lot of impressive things that day. Hey man, shout out to our little uh, our little wolf pack too, bro. Like, yeah, got, got got off the schneid, got that dub, finally got some points scored, and looking got it looking decent. You know, we had a conversation about that yesterday, whether or not you know 
how to feel about it because you know we were playing some young guys and and, and you know there was there is definitely a difference in, in in talent on on the two teams and you know but I think we got to go out and handle our business and felt super excited that these guys got out there and got some confidence and got to see what it should look like and got to see what it looks like when you put in a good week of preparation and then actually go out there and, and, and put the effort forth. Yeah, you just said it is the good week of preparation. You know what I mean? I think it, we have to be consistent. If we can be consistent, and then that's what's the factor. Yeah. That's what we judge it on. And, and it starts with, you know, when we go back to practice on Tuesday, how we come out, how we perform. The expectation has to be what was last week. Yep. Because if we continue to do that and we continue to build on that, it can be something great. You know what I mean? But yep. we just have to wait to see. The jury's still out. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed, but we got a lot to see. Well, and I think, like I said, I think it is an opportunity to be like, hey, this is what it could look like. Yeah. And this is what we have to do to make sure it looks like this. And, you know, simplifying some things and, and just tweaking some things to make them be a little bit easier to uh, to uh to digest you know and then rep the hell out of that now right yeah for sure and then shout out to everybody out there flying around playing football you know little lorenzo bro <laughs> that guy's he, he was out there laying some wood josh was out there you know making some plays it was a great day Eli was out there doing some things like everybody was out there just balling you know what i mean and and it was just a great day of football yesterday. I loved it, man. It was a uh, it was a great morning, a good morning, right? That rolled into an even greater evening, you know. Late evening, late fucking morning. Yeah, <laughs> I think we got out of there what twelve thirty, and uh, got back. And I got then we got back. I got home. I walked in at like one thirty, and, uh, and and we're up right now for you for getting it, for getting it for the viewers, for hey. all you out at home listening in. Just struggling with this because we're just barely getting up. Always appreciate great, it. Great, great late night. Always appreciate it, man. Definitely want to give a shout out to Cutthroat Barbers and Anglers on 38th and Pearson Wheat Ridge. AJ the Chef and his team, or excuse me, AJ the Chef leads his team of excellent barbers providing all the latest cuts of men's hair fashion. The fellas at Cutthroat take the art of barbering to the next level. They've got an open chair for you waiting. Visit cocutthroat.com and book yourself a service. Shout out to AJ Gallegos and his team over there at Cutthroat Barbers and Anglers. Make sure you follow them on all their socials. Cut That's Cutthroat Barbers and Anglers, cocutthroat.com. Also, shout out to the Canyon Fly Shop over there. Uh, my boy Matt over there, man, he's, he's super knowledgeable, always coming through with the great fly suggestions, just great gear suggestions, man. And, uh, they, you know, they're doing their thing now, going two months strong, actually two months and four days strong. So shout out to the Canyon Fly Shop over there. Great concept, man. Go get your cut up front and go get you some flies in the back. Hey, if you've never fly fished before, go in there and, and pick his brain, man. Let him get you turned on to the game. Shout out to Jalen, Jalen Witt. Yo, them fellas. They made my summer interesting this year, man, because I've been I've been doing this fly fishing thing and having a blast at it, bro. To so much to the point that I'll be trying to share it with everybody I can get with, man. So Hey, we so, can get your ass out there too. So what do you think about the NFL football season so far? And how's your fantasy team doing? Fantasy teams wanna know in our league. Yeah, you know, but you know team's on top. Well, I don't I dominate. Congratulations, Dom. You won week one. And Fuck I'm going to win week you, two, too. What do you want, I'm bro? I'm already on pace to win week two. Hey, do, the, do you make a championship bout for week one champions? No. I'm going to ask I'm going to win every week. You're going to win every week? Yeah. 
Except for the last week. No. Yeah. Every week this year. Yo, um, I, I think NFL's been kind of interesting, man. Like, freaking Aaron Rodgers went down. Yeah, man, you know? that sucks to see, you know what I mean, so early in the game. 60 seconds. Dude, the memes are fucking brutal. The memes are brutal. <laughs> Social media will always win, bro. <laughs> the internet is horrible, dude. The, the one that's in Gone in 60 Seconds and it's like Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Don't movie poster. Don't give them clout right now, uh, man, man. But no, it's, it's, it sucks for the Jets because they invested so much into that, you know what I mean? And then... You know, they they got a good defense. Yeah. Hey, you were just uh, reading something earlier that there may be a potential that that dude could get back sometime this season. Yeah, bro. So I was just, you know, thumbing around on ESPN, and Adam Schefter's saying that uh, it's not out of the question that Aaron Rodgers can return this season, sources told ESPN, but the New York Jets quarterback is not and will not put a specific timeline on his return. So it's it's bringing up the it's bringing up Cam Akers uh, back in 2021 when, uh, with the Rams he tore his Achilles and came back faster than virtually any professional athlete ever did with just in just under five months. Uh, Rogers tore his on September 11th Monday Night Football against the Buffalo Bills. Um, exactly five months before that before this season's Super Bowl in, in Las Vegas. So theoretically speaking, if Zach Wilson could do the impossible and just play competent quarterback and let this run game and this defense do what it should do because they both are really good. Theoretically speaking, if the Jets were to make it to the Super Bowl, perhaps Aaron Rodgers can get back. Or if the Jets made it to the AFC Championship, perhaps Aaron Rodgers can go back. My question in that scenario would be this. Do you compromise what you're doing already? Like, if it's Zach Wilson that leads you there, like, do you do you say, oh, yeah, I know you you stepped in, in an uncomfortable spot, we didn't have any belief in you. That's why we went and got Aaron Rodgers. You came through and you led us to AFC Championship or Super Bowl. Uh, but we're gonna put Aaron Rodgers in there. Like, what does that do, man? Would you I, do that? I mean, honestly, that's what you do for the team, Zach. You know what it is. Yeah. Well, and, I and, mean, and honestly, it depends on the condition of Aaron Rodgers at that point. Like, is he a hundred percent? Is he not a hundred percent? That's you know what, what I'm mean? saying, like, though. Like, I mean, I don't know. It really depends. Like, but even but if he for is me, a- for me, if if Zach Wilson is just getting by, then you go back to Aaron Rodgers. But even if, if he's he, killing if, it, even if he is healthy, though, like, what if Aaron Rodgers is 100 percent healthy? But is he is he going to have rest? And then, like, he's going to be he's he's damn near 40 years old. I'm bitching about my ankle. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but that's, but you know, but that's, that's an Achilles tendon, though. Yeah. You know, well, you're at 40 right. years old. like You're right. I mean, and why rush it for him? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, at that point, he may not even be back. But but there is a know, precedent there is for a, it. There is a potential. There is a precedent for it, though, because the Broncos kind of did that with uh, with Peyton Manning and uh, Brock Osweiler. Osweiler, you know, some uh, you, you, you can make the serious point that the Broncos don't get to the Super Bowl without Osweiler. You know what I mean? In they they switched back to 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 Peyton pretty quickly in the yeah. playoffs and you know you know I don't know maybe maybe New York's defense is just that good and they're running because their running game is legit. Brees yeah. Hall and, and Dalvin Cook are going to eat and their defense is legit. Like, yeah, I mean they came out they showed and they got a great special teams because their special teams yep. is what won. They closed the game out right. They closed yep. the game out. Yep. So you know they're exciting to watch. We'll see what they do today. But you know week one was full of excitement. What do you think about the? Uh, Dallas and Giants game like that was kind of <laughs> you asked how my fantasy team was and, and and in spite of having Daniel Jones I still pulled out a victory but 
it was bad. Yeah. It was very bad, dude, for the Giants. Uh I think I think Dallas opened that game up as well as you can, man. They were they were they were on fire. They were making plays off right off the bat. That defense was making plays. Mm-hmm. You know, they scored what twice? Yeah, bro. My defense went off. My yeah. defense. Um but you know your defense, <laughs> your Dallas defense, bitch. I'm, I'm excited. For, <laughs> I'm excited to see what they'll do this week as well. What but about? We also got to see what the Giants do because yeah, it's, it's a big question mark right now. You know what I mean? Are they going to get it done? Because there was some looks of concern on their face during the game. Like the memes are real on that. They were. Too. There were looks like they they definitely got punched in the mouth and didn't know what Bro. the fuck was going on. Um, you know what about? We're talking about surprises. And before we got off last week, we were like, yo, Pittsburgh Steelers, San Francisco 49ers, it's going to be a good game. Or I was anyway. Mm-hmm. The Niners went out there and just beat them. The Niners look like they're reckon- like they're a threat, bro. Yeah. Brandon Ayuk looks impressive. Debo looks impressive. You know. Purdy, the weapons they have are just Purdy unfair. Is Purdy Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yep. And McCaffrey is just. It doesn't even look like he was coming off of injury recently. You no. know what I mean? Like he looks, man, he's impressive, bro. The Shout weapons they have, him. dude, it's just unfair. They're gonna they're gonna do some things in that in that NFC because that NFC is weak right now. I think Philly's the only other team, and they looked vulnerable. They didn't. They did well Thursday night. They beat. They beat. Who they play Thursday night? Fucking Vikings. Vikings, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I know that score. That 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 game ended with with a seven point loss. It wasn't that close though initially, but, but the, their but defense the Vi- didn't close it out. But but honestly, let's keep it real. The Vikings are a great offense. Like they got weapons. Oh, absolutely. The Vikings got weapons. Kirk Cousins could move the ball around, so they're that's gonna be a high scoring game. What is impressive for me for the Eagles is who's gonna stop that run game, dude. That offensive line. Swift, what, 170-something rushing yards? He killed it. But the offensive line moves defensive line. Yeah. That offensive line is good, bro. Lane oh Johnson, God, bro. you know, Kelsey at center, dude. They, they, they've been good for a while, and that they're just to continuing to grow. the most impressive offensive lines in the NFL. Well, and they were last year. Dude, that, that, that fourth and short play that they do, the quarterback scene that they do, um, they're going to end up out, outlawing that shit, dude, because it's impossible, bro. They get such a push on that, and their formation is so interesting, too, because I'm like, how, how are all these guys considered on the line? You know what I mean? Like some of that formation drops back almost like a V, but they they can't be stopped on. If it's fourth and fourth and goal at the at the goal line, dude, I'm fucking betting that Jalen's gonna get it because they can't be stopped bro, like that. Play. Hey, what's up with Jalen Stanton fucking gun, bro? He's like, oh wow, looking like, like he's about to take a shit right there. On the yeah, <laughs> I don't know, dude. Whatever works, it's working for him, bro. He's killing it right now, and he's one of the more exciting young quarterbacks there is out there in the league. He's one of the 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 you know, I identify him with with the, the future of what the you know we, they always say the future of the position, right? The future of the quarterback position. A lot of people say that about Michael Vick. Some of these more running quarterbacks, RG three when he was out, you know that that's like the future of the position. But it, he he's the now of the position. You know what I mean? I think um, next to Patrick Mahomes, he's freaking arguably the best quarterback out there. And he's a great leader of his team, bro. Did Dude. you see him? Him hit a. Him and AJ Brown getting into <laughs> yeah. it. What the fuck was that? <laughs> it didn't want to come out, bro. It was like a demon. <laughs> you sneezed that thing out of there. No, I did. I did see that. And, you know, also I saw what, you know, what was exciting with that because they had that happen. You know, obviously AJ Brown wants the ball, but Devontae, uh, Devontae Smith was, was killing it. 
you know. But then what I liked, what I liked is he hits AJ Brown on that deep touchdown. It gets called back for mm-hmm. penalty, and the very very next play, he tries to hit AJ Brown on another one. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he's you know he's well aware of, of you know keeping his receivers happy, and you know to an extent, you know receivers never gonna be happy. But I think he distributes the ball well. Goes with what's working. I wish he'd hit the tight end a little bit more, but I think it's I think it's also what what the teams give you. Uh, I think Minnesota came into this game with one of the lowest you know lowest rated defensive uh, secondaries. Mm-hmm. So of course these you know there's opportunity for your your wide receivers to feast. You know what I mean. So it'll be interesting you know as they match up throughout the season and as they you know continue on. One one is I'm always concerned about these teams that play late in the seasons because then you start seeing uh, injuries happen. Yeah, you know what I mean. And th- that's one thing that you got to worry about is just, all right, at, yeah, at some point does attrition start to set in? And then, you know, how deep are they or how good will they be if they start losing guys up, up front? Yeah. Hey, what are you looking forward to today? For as far as football games? Yeah. Um, probably tonight, Miami and, and uh, New England. I thought Miami handled their, their business well out in, in L.A., uh, the Chargers are going to charge a baby. You got to count on that shit. Mm-hmm. Hey, that crowd was loud for Miami, though. That crowd was real loud for Miami. That's what I love about about Charger home games is, you know, it's, it's usually a, a home game for the road team, too. Bro, I'll tell you what looks impressive already off the bat. And if and Tua can stay healthy, him yep. and Tyreek look phenomenal. They got, like, a good chemistry together, bro. They that do, just bro. That just clicks, dude. It like it, you know when he came in and he said that he throws a better deep ball than Pat Mahomes. Yep. you can tell he truly believes that because mm-hmm. he just runs right underneath it. He catches him in stride. Yep, it's fucking impressive. It's nice to have a dude. Cause, I mean, don't think about Dante Culpepper back in the day. Yeah, it's nice to have a dude that you can just throw the ball up there and he'll run underneath it and go get it. Yeah, you know, and and Tyreek does it differently than Moss did. He doesn't, you know, use. The athleticism that Moss used, right? But he he does it, and he goes up there, man, and he 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 runs under that ball, and he's he gets to it. Throw it as far as you can throw it, and I'm gonna get. To well, it. the other thing about him too is like, all right, hey, throw me a quick little five yard slant, and then and let me work with the ball in open space. I don't know if there's anybody better in open space than Tyreek Hill, and, and you know, I can't think of one. They call him Cheetah for a reason, dude. He is so good. Maybe maybe. You know, people like Debo or even Ayuk is pretty good in open space right now. But Ayuk's good on a route. But, dude, he's Tyreek's hard. It, it's hard to game plan against him, bro. I don't know what you do sometimes with, with do that fast and just that, you know, maneuverable. You know, it's going to be a defensive game, but I'm excited to see if one of the offenses could get going in that Jets-Cowboys game. Because both defenses are great. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know they're both going to play a defensive game. So, who is going to score first offensively? And I imagine the Cowboys? I imagine a lot of what the Jets going to do going forward this year kind of hinges on that game, too. Like, if you think about it, like, if, uh, if, if uh, Zach Wilson comes out and just fucking shits an egg, you know, all of a sudden them dudes on the free agent list – Look a little bit more uh, you know, appeasing, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it just makes you wonder what they're gonna do. Got to come out. That Cowboys offense, you know, they're okay, but they didn't go against good defense last week. This this is a great defense, so it'll be interesting. See if it's gonna be one of them, you know, seventeen sixteen kind of games, bro. One of them freaking defensive slobber knocker. Yeah, you got Colts, Texans, Niners, Rams. There's a lot of good games going on. Seahawks, Lions. I'm interested to see how the Lions respond after everybody been talking about them all week. You know, uh, gassing them up, saying, 
you know, they're going to the Super Bowl, they're doing this, they're doing that. I'll be interested to see how that works. I think last year the uh, Seahawks went in there and Lions, uh, Lions stole one from Seattle. So uh, now we're in Detroit. We'll see how that goes. I'll tell you who has to answer this week, the Cincinnati Bengals. Yep. They cannot lose two division rivals yep. back-to-back, bro. Yeah, you can't go 0-2 in your division already. No, you can't. That Especially this one's at home. You know, I expected – I picked Cleveland last week because Cleveland versus Cincinnati at home. I think I think uh, Joe Burrow is something like 1-7 or 1-8 versus Cleveland on the road. Yeah, um, yeah but – Something you, bad, bro. Like You can't go down 0-2. No. No, you division. can't have two division losses to, Regar- to open your season. if this was in Baltimore or not, you can't do it. Well, that's why I say you got to win it at home, though, because, like, if, if you lose this one, then you got to go to Baltimore still. You know what I mean? Like, that's that, – Man, you don't want to be chasing Baltimore. No, you gotta, you gotta. That, and, and I think Bengals will come through this one. I think that division, bro, that division is gonna be a ten and seven, eleven and six kind of division, bro. I think it's gonna just be beating the shit out of each other all all year long between the Bengals uh, and the Ravens, and then even the even even uh, the Browns and and the, and the Steelers. You know what I mean? Like they're they're gonna have some say in it too. You know, so I think that's gonna be a tough division. Yeah, for sure. That's crazy, bro. Your you boys know, are going to Buffalo, man. What's up? You know, it's going to be a tough game, but we'll see where we're at. This is what we're going to have to find out. You know, the Bills are coming off of a loss. Yeah. So, you know, they're trying to come out and be impressive. You know, he – I don't know. It's going to be a tough game, and, and and we're never good on the East Coast in the morning. So That's what I think about. Uh, no West Coast team is. Yeah, no. Nah, so, it's going to be a struggle. But if we could come out and look impressive – Jimmy G got to look a little bit stronger, bro. A couple hits, he, every hit he was like getting up so gingerly. You know, remind me of, of you know, you know that player that always gets up. Yeah, you know, I, know, I know, I know. You know, so and it just slowly, like, yeah, like come on, dude, like, not dude, every fine, time, bro. You're good, get up, let's go. Yeah, he does, but he gets hit too, though, man. I don't know if he, he knows does. how to take a hit right. I don't know, but he he did he looked impressive. So if he could come out and put some points up on the board, the defense will play great. We could we if we could steal a win in Buffalo, that'd be great for us. Yeah, yeah. So I got. What do you think? Well, no question. I you know fuck Buffalo, let them go down zero and two. I don't think the Raiders are going to do it though. I, I do think that eleven a.m. starting on the on the East Coast is a real thing for West Coast teams, and it's real hard. You know, I don't think of it. You go back and look at the records. I mean, you get you get ones here and there, but I think, uh, you know. But if anybody can do it, it could be the Raiders. I mean, Josh Allen right now, we were talking about it before we started. I think Josh Allen's overrated as shit now. Like, I don't – I think he peaked. I think he peaked. Oh, man. I think – yeah. I think Lee – no, no. Like, listen. He's I think a great quarterback. He is, but I think Lee figured him out. No, I don't know. He Bro, might, he did he, not look great on Monday. He he's, just throw, he's just throwing shit up. Well, hopefully he does that today. I think there's a good chance that I bet he at least throws an interception in in, the, in this game. Pick six, maybe two. Give us a pick six and one regular. Well, I don't know Come if you on, guys. Do it. I don't know if you See, guys you got the no ability. Cajones. I don't know if you guys got the ability. Oh, that's so wrong. They just got they just got stuff right now, but uh, hey, they just got stuff. <laughs> <laughs> question for you, bro. No, did you know? I don't want a question. <laughs> I, I got something I want to ask you. What's up, <laughs> bitch? Uh, did you see the story about the fucking? Mexican government unveiling uh, non-human uh, alien corpses dating back a thousand years. I'm not entertaining you. They said they found this shit in Peru. You, wait, why aren't you entertaining? You don't believe in aliens? Yeah, the, the, the way. <laughs> yes. Nah, oh, you think you think I'm talking about some different kind of aliens? Nah. So 
it was uh so it was like Thursday they they said that uh two they they found two apparently non-human alien corpses dating back a thousand years in uh, a Peruvian mine um little small body looking things bro that's crazy because the other day I'm not playing dude I was driving down the street and I thought I seen some I was talking to you I think I was on the phone with yeah, you. Yeah, you were on the phone, and it was kind of spooky. It was moving different. Like, I'd never seen anything move like that, and it was high. <laughs> so, <laughs> Was it high, or were you high? <laughs> no, it was. Stupid. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I see shit all the time in the sky that I wonder. I also know, like, you know, we have spy balloons and shit that fly above us and we don't even know about, too. So, I don't know. Sometimes I wonder if, like, some of this shit is just, like, the government does know about obviously and they, they have the technology and that's how we we, we advance and then the truth Snake. is just too real bro hey <laughs> <Just playing. laughs> hey let's go now do you see these pictures yeah they're crazy it looks like so you've seen men in black too right <laughs> yeah. or men in black one yeah you remember the little creature yeah that's living inside the person uh-huh. doesn't it look like that yeah, shit it does you know what i mean so like people always say art imitates life so maybe maybe uh it they're trying to tell us something mib bro it also looks like they just made that out of some um, Indian clay. I mean, it's mummified. So, you know, it's, uh, when I worked at the art museum, I used to work there, and I used to do, like, the, the night shift. So, I'd be, like, walk around and lock shit up, make sure everything's secure. Mm-hmm. And I uh, used to love, on the fourth floor, there used to be, like, all the, like, pre-Columbian stuff. So, it's, like, all this, like, shit that they found in, like, Mayan ruins and, you know, these, these old, you know, Aztec arts and things like that. And they used to always be interesting looking like figures, like clay figures that they made. You know what I mean? Or, you know, chunks of walls that they did they did hieroglyphics on or whatever. And they're always interesting the way they like some of the people were shaped or some of the people were, you know, the figures look like, you know, or some of the things that they were referencing in them. You know, and it there's there's all kinds of theories out there about like, you know, if you know, aliens built the pyramids in Egypt or in, mm-hmm. you know, um, Mexico and in South America. And it just makes you wonder sometimes, man, like when you see things like this and then you just hear about the other things, see things like you saw, you know, driving around, like makes you wonder sometimes, like, I, I don't know that we're alone in this universe. The universe is vast. Our galaxy is vast. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it, it oh, I can see how, uh, as your boy Devontae Adams takes one in. Yeah. I can see how, like, keeping this shit from the public couldn't kind of keep people from losing their mind because a lot of people have like just different beliefs or faiths and things and I think sometimes some things are just a little too real for people to have to deal with yeah what if they're living amongst us within the pyramids what if we are the aliens what if you know what I mean they said because like there's e- a missing they said it looked like E.T. Like, there's a missing link right they always talk about the missing link wonder if we're the missing you know the aliens we are the aliens bro you know what I mean they copied our shit and Shit is down here. I don't know. It looked like E.T. kind of does. They said three finger hands with string elongated skulls. Hey, wonder if they just found somebody that was casting fucking making these into cast bronze and they just found their fucking, <laughs> they just found some of their work, bro. They're like, yo, fucking, this shit's an alien, dude. Like, it's, it's non-human. It's like, yeah, because it's clay, asshole. That's somebody's work right there. Question for you. Mailbag question of the day. Mailbag question of the day? Yep. Just. Who is the upset of today? Who's the upset of today? And what's the upset game? It's hard to say NFL is going to have upsets, bro. What do you mean? You already know who, who should win and who shouldn't, right? You're like, saying the right. So you just say that because you want to say the Raiders are going to be the upset win of the, of the game, of the week. I won't pick my team. You don't. You I'm going to say, honestly, 
It's I don't know how much of an upset. I don't even see what the spread is, but I think Jacksonville's going to be uh, Kansas City. That's a good one. I, I think they're going to win. I think, um, you know, it'll be one of them emotional, we barely lost you last year kind of, you know, redemption victories. And I think they're going to win. Uh, I think Kansas City's going to start 0-2 and, you know, maybe even like 1-3 and and, you know, have some like, you know, everybody talking about how they're fucking – Faltering And then they'll make Their little run In the middle of the season But I think right now They're just I don't know I could be wrong too Travis Kelsey's coming back So I know that's big for them And Would you say that Bengals are probably The uh, favorite Today at home Yeah but barely I think they're only Like a field goal favorite That's the one That I'm picking Ravens (laughs) Yeah I wouldn't be surprised If the Ravens won though Yeah They are gonna win Yeah Question for you bro What you been watching lately Honestly, football. Yeah. Yeah, either film or regular football. I haven't yeah. really been watching these shows. Yeah, I haven't been watching too much film. <clears throat> I know. You know, but I retain it all. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you don't need to do that. Earlier, it was, it was unkind who you compared yourself to. <laughs> no, it was unkind who you compared the players to, too, but, you know. No. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, uh, you got to check out this show on Netflix called Painkillers, bro. Oh, yeah, you were telling me about that last night. How'd it go? It's pretty good, dude. It's it's about uh, um, Purdue Pharmaceuticals. They they basically are creators of OxyContin, and uh, as you know, OxyContin exploded and got a lot of people addicted. It's basically heroin in the pill form, and uh, got a lot of people addicted. A lot of people died from that shit, and um, you know there's a big uproar about it eventually. And you know the documentary kind of details how these guys manipulated the system to get it. FDA approved is safe and it's it's a, it's a damn good documentary, bro. Especially if you know anybody that's dealt with some addiction to to pills and stuff like that, bro. Like um, it's incredible how how they were they were getting it done. I mean, um, the pharmaceutical company was sending these like beautiful young ladies that just come out of college to go sell the pills to to doctors and health organizations and get them to push the pills, and they would reward them the more they sold and the more they 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 pushed on people. They'd reward him all while the assuring the doctors that it was safe and that it was, you know, not addictive. And then when people did come up, um, uh, ended up addicted to him or abusing him or dying while abusing him, they would just spin it like, well, then people were drug addicts. And that's why they they didn't, they, they, they abused the drug and they were drug addicts. And that's why they, they died. It wasn't because the, the drug is not safe or, you know, they're just they had other addictions and they end up taking the pills and abusing them. It's, it's wild, bro. And the way they tell it is like. Stories, um, you know, multiple different little like reenactments of stories and uh, about people that just fucking started taking them because of work injury and you know being addicted. It, it's wild, bro. It's that's really real, good program. Though. Yeah, that's real. I'll go check it out. It's really good, bro. But man, I got a little mailbag question for you off the top. Where do you rank your experience yesterday with uh, that CU football game? Uh, in terms of being like sporting events that you've attended, oh, it's up there. Yeah, honestly, it's way up there. Cause I've been to some pretty fun things, bro. But like college atmosphere, that's definitely number one. Mm-hmm. Like you said earlier, I would say it's probably like three or four. Yeah, it was fun, dude. It was fun. It was. Uh, it was definitely something that I'll always remember. And, you know, again, shout out shout out to, to Sanders, George C. Sanders Company, and for hooking up that experience, man. I, I've been been blessed this year, dude. 
in the last four months, I saw a game five closeout, you know, victory for an NBA championship. And then I got to see probably one of the best college football games um, I've seen. And it's probably one of the best college football games in the state of Colorado in terms of like, you know, between Colorado, Colorado State and whatnot. But um, it was it was a blast, bro. And, and the energy was crazy and, and the atmosphere was wild, bro. And uh, I'd have to rank it up there. I, I don't know that I would anything tops that uh, NBA championship. But it's definitely up there. Yeah, no, nah, that would have been amazing. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that one. Yeah, nah, that would have been amazing <laughs> right there. But no, nah, it was great, bro. It was definitely like number three for me. Yeah, yeah. All right, my brother. Wow, you know it's come to that time where we probably should probably get up out here and watch these football games, man. And Let's do it. You want to? Uh, you want to hit the list? You want me to get the list? Go ahead. Hey, man. As always, and always, shouts out to Inkless Laser Icon Sales and Boxing. It's going down October eighth over at Icon yeah. Boxing. Make sure you guys uh, stay tuned. We're gonna have some fighters on next week. Yes, sir. Um, kind of talking about what's gonna come up. And hey, we're like three, four weeks away, so we want to see you guys out there. That's October eighth at Icon Boxing. We'll get some ticket information out very soon. Uh, shout out to Anytime Flood Restoration. Zach G, the Play Harder Podcast, Rebel Promotions, Black Sevens, Janice's Catering, Lash All Beauty. What up, Shar? Shout out to you for doing your thing. Cutthroat Barbers and Anglers, the Canyon Fly Shop, our Westminster Youth Football Association. And yeah. as always, DNA Sports Training, DNASportsDenver.com. Make sure you hit up DNASportsDenver.com. Go get you a training session in. Uh, talk to my boy Johnny. We probably get something in with his kids soon here. So, hey, it's that time of the season. MySparkDenver.org. Make sure you get hooked up there. Yes, sir. Chance to get uh, free, free training sessions. Yeah, that's right. Chance to get uh, what you could do is go to MySpark and they will give you $1,000 for. Extracurriculars, yep. And extracurriculars after school programs. If you are a DPS student and you are qualified for reduced or free lunch, hit up myspark.com. Hey. Shout out to you, bro, for taking me to that yesterday. It was amazing. Shout out to your company. Give them a special shout out for, you know, providing such a beautiful experience. Yes, sir. Um, I appreciate it. You know, you got a great employee on your hands, a great person right here. Oh, they already Um, gave the tickets. You ain't got to butter them up too much. Oh, yeah, (laughs) because they, you know. There's some more college games coming up, and it would really be nice to go again. So, uh, but shout out to my daughter. You know, it's her birthday weekend. You know, so she's getting old, and I don't like that too much. But shout out to you, baby girl. You know what's sad about her getting old is you getting old too, my dude. Ah, shout out Jada, happy birthday! Hey, shout out to my partner, man. We're out of here. Shout out to the that North High School football team, bro. Yeah. The boys getting it in. Let's um, get it done this week. Shout out to our Wolfpack. Bye week this week, but we'll get it back next week. Yeah, but we're working. Working hard, baby. Hey, shout out to you for listening. Let's go. As always, hit them socials, man. We're going to hop up out of here. Peace.